It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Shoot up in here amongst us. One of us got to have some relief. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Sitting right across, standing right across from HQ, Miss HQ, Homecoming Hi. Queen. Hello. Hattie. <laughs> That's Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl, yeah. Yep. She uh, was she was at the hotel in Nashville. Yeah, on the wall. On the anyway. wall. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> in an, in the form of a shag carpet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like hanging rug hanging up. Really? Wall. Yeah. I tried to last week describe the size of that mini pearl rug on the wall, it's and I think huge. I mean it had to be twenty feet by twenty feet. It was so unexpected. Right. When you walked in, you went. Oh. It's the first thing you see. But then it works. Yeah. You know because of all the. It just fits. Country. It just fits. Uh, Annie, I pointed this out. Do you know what happens next week? Um, Friday is April Fool's Day. Someone told me about next week, first full week of April. First full week of April. Oh, the Masters. Yes, ma'am. Pimento cheese sandwiches. Azaleas. Blooming azaleas. Hello, friends. What's the guy's name? Jim. Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Does Vern Lundquist, is he still doing any master stuff? I think he is. I, I don't know. Has he, has he retired? And maybe he retired. retired altogether, Bill. I'm not sure. Is that next week? Next week. Wow. A week from today is you the first practice. You need to interview Don. Run. Yeah. He, sure Don, he'll be there. He, we've already talked. Oh, good. My friend Don Williams, who's been covering the Masters, he's a native South Carolinian. He's just right there on the back door his whole life and got in the media business. He's been covering the Masters now for almost 40 years. And uh, so he'll join us live Carolinian from Augusta. or Carolinian? It's a South Carolinian. It's South Carolinian. It's Carolina. Yeah, I know. But you, they don't, well, they don't say South Carolinian. Yeah, because it is. Okay. They say South Carolinian. That sounded really weird. What? The mic? Yeah, bend that microphone okay. there and put it. There you go. All right. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're whispering, now we can hear her. I would say that Annabeth for. for Carolinian. For you and me, <clears throat> top three sporting moments in our life was going to the Masters. Yes. Would it be number one? Yes. Yeah. I don't that know. That Sunday? Was, right. Sunday at the Masters, yeah. standing on the 18th green. Yeah. I don't really go to a lot of sporting events with <laughs> you because you're always working them. So, yeah. Right. That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a top. That's the truth. It really is. It really is. Uh, Hogjow just texts the show. And said the show just increased in class with HQ's appearance on the show. We know that, Hog Jow. Thanks for stating it out loud. We realize that she hey, makes Hog it better. Jow. He's one of my favorite Arkansas people. If I ever want to generate phone calls and text messages, we just bring you in. It's why I keep trying to talk you into coming in here and being a permanent co-host on the show. We have Arkansas fans who are friends of ours who would really get along well with him. Right. Wouldn't they love him? Yeah. Our neighbors. Our next door neighbors. And then, who I saw, Miss Diffie, um, on Saturday afternoon the fashion show. at the fashion show that Mary Liddy was in downtown at Reed's. Bill, Mary Liddy was in a fashion show this weekend. Yes. And Matt, oh. right during the middle of the baseball game, <laughs> <laughs> and Matt goes, ah, and I was like, it'll be just 10 minutes. So we found a back door for Matt. Yeah. He came in for the fashion show and snuck out so he could see the game. I slipped out the back door, oh. and I'm in this alleyway. 
weaving through downtown Tupelo in these alleyways trying to find my car. There's a lot of alleys. And in my head while I was doing it, I could hear the Pink Panther music going. Did you also keep an eye open for cats because that's where Al the cat came from? Yeah, I hadn't seen as many down there lately. People started bringing them home like you yeah, did. Probably. But anyway, Miss Diffie, I saw her, and you know, Arkansas was going to play Duke that night. Oh, yeah. And I said to her, I said, because, you know, next door neighbors, they're huge Arkansas fans. I said, How are you feeling about that basketball team? She said, Nervous, <laughs> nervous. And of course, they lost to Duke that night. Heck of a run. Another a back to back elite eight trip for their basketball team. Um, yeah, so it's top. That's the top of the list for us. We got to go to the Masters. I guess it was seventeen, the year that Patrick Reed won it. We were there for Saturday, Sunday. The homecoming. Everybody wanted him to win. Everybody rooting against him. But yeah. you didn't see that on TV. Anybody watching the Masters on TV, you'd never know that. No, it was class act. <laughs> it made it look really good, but in person, it was obvious. Yeah, just for those that I was don't shocked. know, I was for those shocked. that haven't heard us tell the story, I won't go through the whole thing because we got other uh, hay to bail. But listen. We're standing on the 18th green Sunday Masters. Patrick Reed's top of leaderboard, shuffling up and down with um, uh, two other guys. Uh, I don't even remember. Spieth, Jordan Spieth, yes. and like one other. Yeah. Everyone standing around the 18th green wanted Spieth or someone else to win, come up and win this thing on 18 other than Patrick Reed. They would it, change the numbers on the leaderboard, right. and it would go up for, what's his face? Spieth. Yes, and and they would go crazy. They go, yeah! Okay, so you can picture it. There's nobody on the 18 green putting right now. They haven't teed off at 18 or something yet. You're, you're in between groups, so obviously we're not on TV, and we know it on the Sunday Masters right. coverage. So the people around the green would boo openly booing. when Patrick Reed would move up the leaderboard. They're I mean, like, boo! It was, I was so shocked. I thought, this doesn't happen at the Masters. And well, we didn't know. It does. We've never been there Sunday Masters, so we're waiting. It happened. And guess what? When he's in the lead and he's walking up the fairway on 18 and everybody around the green knows the cameras are on him, what did they all do? Everybody smiled. Way to go, Patrick! And a boy, way to go! Woo! Matt and I are looking around I'm going, going, wait. This, this dude right this next crowd to me. I'm was like, against him when he wasn't around. You just booed him. And now that he's here, now you, I don't, you know, yeah. it was. Meanwhile, look. Condoleezza Rice has just stepped in front of us to sit down. And we we're just, we're we starstruck. Saw, we saw Mrs. Rice. Yeah, it was a neat. Mm. It was such a cool experience. It was a cool experience. So. Anyway. Speaking of experience, here's what I want to do. We're going to go through this exercise a little bit here. And I'm going to need everybody's help. You know, like Hog Jow's an Arkansas fan. Robbie texts in. He's an Auburn fan. You're an Ole Miss fan. I'm a state fan. But. I saw this question come up earlier today, you know, outside of this show, and I thought, I ne- this is something we need to nail down. What's the top sporting moment for your alma mater? And when you say sporting moment, you don't necessarily mean football? or It could be do- anything. Well, I'll give you an example. Like if, if somebody called in and they were a Coastal Carolina fan, or if they texted in, this is a weird example, they obviously would say when Coastal Carolina won the College World Series in baseball, or I said, you know, Obvious, they probably would say that. That's what I was just going to ask you about Mississippi State. See, I think for State right now, because I'm now asking the question, it starts with any State thing you'd go, is winning the national title in baseball the top sporting moment in school history, or is there something else that rivals it? And see where the conversation goes from there. But if it's an Ole Miss fan, what is it? If it's a 
Arkansas fan, what is it? You get, you're going to pick one. What's the top sporting moment? It's kind of hard There's to pick a, one sporting moment and not have several sports. Right. There's a reason, though, that it resonated with me. Just this past week, weekend, I was talking with somebody I know who made the claim that, you know, 99% of schools and universities out there, you're looking for moments. Great coaches deliver these great moments, 99%. Yeah. Now, you go at Alabama, Alabama football, or Duke basketball, you may have five national titles in five years. You don't know. It's different at a couple of places. But most schools, you, you, a coach needs to deliver that, quote-unquote, moment hmm. in the first five, six, seven years of his career. Uh, or if you're going to look at, back at you know, somebody's legacy – it's these moments that stand out. A moment where a fan base runs out and buys a newspaper and frames the front page and hangs it on the wall of his man cave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The point was you can you can you can kind of judge the mental health and stability of a fan base sometimes by looking back and saying, what kind of moments have they had or been able to have? So that's why it resonated with me. Um, it's a hard question. What's the top sporting moment for your alma mater? I mean, I just don't know. It's pretty tough. All right, so think about it just a second. Uh, Grumpy's got an answer on the country, please, and text. I'm going to read that. Rooster is hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. I don't want him waiting too long, so let's jump on the phone line real quick, and then we'll continue the conversation. Hey, Rooster, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Happy Monday. Hey, yeah. Uh, good to hear your voice again. I've been, uh, had been listening. I've been remiss. But clearly... Uh, I was there, and oddly, it's in Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> 1986-3. I just Google it and watched the last two minutes again. You know, you forget it, but uh, it was a fumble recovery when, number one, Alabama, were you there in 1980? No, I, w I, wasn't, I wasn't there. I was a little <laughs> younger than that. But you're talking about the John Bond State beats Alabama and Bear Bryant beat them six to three, and that's mm -hmm. that's what you're well, talking. About. John John Bond had nothing to do with it. Well, was, he was the quarterback. <laughs> he had something to do. Probably with it. had a little yeah, bit. He didn't even score. He didn't even score. I well, mean, I, but I love John neither, Bond. No, neither did anybody I've else. Ever seen running the beer. <laughs> <Nobody else did. laughs> that, that defense was unreal. Yeah, they were. I mean, for that sure. defense they played. I mean, it's like hey. They had their Wheaties, that's for sure. That's the greatest moment, no question. And ironically, in Jackson, Mississippi, 1980, 42 years ago. Whew, it's getting away from us. Uh, yeah. Can, can we talk baseball? Yeah, hit me real quick. Sure enough. Well, has the national championship team ever fallen this far, this fast? Hmm, that's another good question. We'd have to look it up and see. I'm not familiar. I don't know. There have been some. I don't think so. They're well, well. Rooster, I mean, I, I, I think it's a, it's a contextual conversation. The answer is yes. I mean, I could go back and find Coastal Carolina after they won it a few years ago. You know, South Carolina won two in a row, and within a couple of years, they didn't even make the SEC tournament. I mean, it's happened. Uh, there are examples. It ain't good, you know, yeah. if it, if it yeah, happens. But, but, but to this point, State's got a long way to go. They do. They know it. Well, we, we're we're not throwing in the towel. Right. We're going to be up there in the left field lounge, cheering them on. Because they still hit the ball, no question. Mm -hmm. They hit the ball. How about that freshman from Madison Central, Hunter Hines? Yeah, yes, 
<laughs> you know, yeah. I thought, where'd he come from? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's uh, hands down. I mean, baseball championship, uh, final four, and of course the shot. You know, the the girls. Uh, oh yeah, you know, beating yeah UConn. That's okay. holy cow! What a shot that was! I know. But it. Still, it's uh, it's that hit. And Alabama fumbling with five seconds, they were going to score for sure. Hey, and before I turn you loose, before I turn you loose, Rooster, just answer this for me. Which do you think had more television viewers for Mississippi State? Morgan William hitting that shot against UConn or the baseball last year? Oh, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. Yeah. But I would guess uh, I would guess Morgan hitting that shot. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the uh, I, I bet think the, so, but it, it, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, both of them were pretty good. Appreciate the call, Rooster. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. He's right. It's a pretty good moment. See, he said both were pretty good. That's I, it. You cannot nail down just one. It's hard to rank one above the other. Yeah, you just can't do it. Well, you can, but you it's can? just the, well, well you, you can do it. Well, here, okay, all right. I'll do. I'll go for state, and just give you an example. Nobody's got to agree with me on this. Before the baseball team won it this past year. Yes, it was the Morgan William thing. And see, Rooster, he's of an age that he would absolutely argue that it was when the football team beat number one Alabama, and it was. That's 42 years ago. <laughs> um, but even then, like the number of people witnessing it didn't equal the number of people witnessing Morgan William yeah, hit that, that shot to beat UConn. That was amazing. That was the top sporting moment. But mm-hmm. but with the baseball team winning it all, and it's not just the baseball team winning it. It's lots of baseball teams have won a College World Series. It's just that State's like one of, if not the school, that felt like they deserved it all the most all the years with everything they've poured into baseball. So I think the baseball national championship is, hands down, the top sporting moment in you know Mississippi State history. That's my alma mater. So Well, and then what about when the quarterbacks at Mississippi State and Ole Miss were – so good. The teams were so good. They were ranked one and two. Yeah. See, Sports Illustrated. Those were good moments. It was definitely a high mark, uh, a high mark. Um, but it wasn't. That was like um, not as big. Yeah, because it was a mid-season thing. You know, it was a path, a journey thing, but it wasn't a culmination type right, of thing. Right. Um, I guess you can't really name an egg bowl. Can you name it? Not really. No. no. You, you can't. Re- not really in your alma mater's history, you're not going to point to an Egg Bowl deal for either one. So if you were to go Ole Miss, okay, a person of a certain age, if you go, you're an Ole Miss grad, what's the top sporting moment in your alma mater's history? Well, a person of a certain age may point back to their national championships in the 60s. Right. But a person that was born in the 70s or 80s, what, you know, what do you point back to? Right. Is it surely um, somebody's going to throw it back to Archie? Well, somebody would for yeah, sure. Yeah. But is it uh, beating? Is it Bo Wallace beating Alabama? Yeah, a couple of Nick Saban wins back to back. Because let's be honest, at Ole Miss, you don't really have a top sporting moment in basketball. You just don't have one yet. You know, you, I think there's a Sweet Sixteen in there somewhere, but that's about it. You don't have it. Baseball, you have you have the trip recently to Omaha, but they're going to have some more in the future. You kind of know that. It's like it hadn't happened yet. Elko had some neat moments when he was Well, and I mean, home runs. last year, Elko coming in there on one ACL and hitting a home run against yeah. Texas A&M was a pretty Huge. cool moment. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a high watermark moment. I wonder what it would be for Ole Miss. 
um, for Auburn, it has to be you know the football national championship with Cam Newton, I would think. You may actually find some Auburn fans, though, that tell you that kick six moment to beat Nick Saban in Alabama. Was that? In the Iron Bowl was actually is actually the top sporting moment, even ahead of when Cam Newton won the whole thing. Do you have, you might have some that tell you that. I don't know. Uh, B-Dog 2 texted the show, said for Mississippi State, it has to be the run for the 21, 2021 College World Series title. Defeating UConn is number two. And then he says Dak beating LSU is number three. And for me, B-Dog, if we're doing state and we're going to make our way down to a number three, the, the John Bond team beating Bear Bryant, Alabama, has to be in the top three, even if even if we were four years old when it happened. Is that, if that makes any sense. Uh, which I think you could talk about this until football season starts. You could. I mean, okay, but you think about it. Think about asking this question to an Alabama fan. What the heck are they going to say? Every day. <laughs> I mean, which championship are they going to choose? Let me count my rings. Uh, let's go over to the phone line. Lynn on the Divinity phone on line one. Thanks for calling, Lynn. What's up? How about it, Matt? Before I get into it, I got a question for you. What's Mississippi State's catcher's name? <laughs> <laughs> I now know for sure <laughs> that it, the catcher is Logan Tanner and Landon Sims is the injured pitcher. And I knew that, but I, I Did was. Did you get him mixed up? Oh, had, man, Bart was going to let you ride with it, too, wasn't he? Well, listen, that's the thing about it is Bart's sitting there and just let me do it like twice before I finally saw on Twitter somebody goes, Matt, you're calling him by the wrong name. And oh, it's just, no, Matt. It's like I know their and names. I knew it was just, just, just a production mishap. <laughs> Well, it's a brain fart. I, I knew it was just a, a brain fart. That's all. Like but I thought I'd get you on that as soon as I called. <laughs> well, I deserve so, it. Thank you. I know you're talking to alumni, and I'm not an alumni. I, I, I'm a redneck that did not go to college, well, so fine, I don't count, I guess. No, you count. It, well, it doesn't matter. You know, I guess when you say alma mater, it's just... It's like what school you associate with. I know what you with. mean. That's why I called. I didn't take a personal. I'm not that thin-skinned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's great. But uh, for me, it's got to be the national championship, obviously. But now I'm going to jump out here on you. The second best thing to me, to me personally, was that number one ranking. And I know it was middle of the season. Okay. But that put us on a map mm -hmm. that we've never been on before. You know, whether way, uh, well, other than when you played. Now, y'all didn't get the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. But that had been a, long, a, a while back. Sure. Yeah. But my, my personal favorite moment in a game, I seen Eric Moles look like Superman and catch a football. <laughs> but that was that was a single moment in the game. I can't even remember who he was playing, but I was there. It was when I jumped. It was against Alabama. And I, honestly, yeah. He was he was literally he was he looked like Superman. He mm -hmm. wasn't going up, he was straight across the ground, he caught the ball I was like, My God. <laughs> but uh I mean that—that's my deal on it, but uh, okay. I didn't want to give you a little little shade on the plug you had to land yeah. thing. Just I, I thought I should. I appreciate you bringing it up. I meant to tell Annabeth about it, but forgot that too. I've been forgetting a lot lately. Forgot to even tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Yeah, it's easy to forget. <laughs> it is. It is. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. You too. You too. Appreciate it. I think there's there's a lot of people that would agree with that. You know, if you look at the. The whole context of State getting the number one ranking in football, even if it was for a little while. 
Grumpy texted the show earlier. He said, top three MSU sports moment, 1941 football SEC championship, 6-3 Bama 1980-2021 national championship. He uh, is praying for Joey's wife, Grumpy says, and then also he reminds us that Vern Lundquist does still broadcast the 16th hole at the Masters. Oh, okay. That's good. Thanks, Grumpy. Appreciate that very much. Uh, Delta Tide fan just sent me a picture of all the fish he caught today. Looks like six, seven, eight largemouth bass in that though, 13, 14-inch range. He's rubbing you, it in, isn't he? He's rubbing it in. I thought you were going to say he sent a picture of all the rings that <laughs> Alabama had won. Yeah. Uh, Brian did text in about ending UConn's winning streak, but he thinks the College World Series number one sin. I think most state, not all, but most state fans would, would go with that list. Uh, Fred texted in and said, um, Matt, you've got it right at the moment against uh, – oh, it says, Matt, you've got the moment against Auburn. Yeah. That's a pretty cool deal, but – not quite to the level of some of these others. Um, Ernest T. says uh, for State, he was there for both of these, the 6-3 game against Bama and the national championship deal. That's pretty cool now. You think about a fan getting to see both yeah, of those. Yeah, it is. It's a good question, Matt. Um, I find it interesting because I started thinking about schools and I think state fans are very fortunate if you're alive right now with some of the stuff you've lived through recently as compared to fan bases of other schools when you start looking at it in terms of moments that you've had. State fans have had some moments. They really have. We'll continue the conversation and we'll hit the phones when we come back. Stick around. Proudly required to present present more of the Matt Wyatt Show. We have another totally awesome episode for you today. Hi, back with you. Live in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. Annie? Yes. Today is National Something on a Stick Day. Chicken. <laughs> Is that what it is? Jalapeno. No, it actually just says something on a stick, meaning things on a stick. And I knew you would immediately say chicken on a stick. Well. Does the place in Oxford still do the chicken on a uh, stick? Yes. I had a lot of chicken on a stick back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> it, was it a deal where you really wanted it or it, well, was, it was just popular just, so everybody well, goes? it was just open late and if you were up late or you were out everybody mm -hmm. just ate chicken on a stick but honestly i just loved it any time of day chicken it, on a stick well see in that place in oxford like the has cornered station. the market on being identified as the chicken on a stick place well yeah we had one or two places in starkville i remember chicken on a stick in yes starkville? and let me say okay i don't remember in the first 18 years six 17 years of my life which is, which is in the state of Alabama, ever eating chicken on a stick. Matt, I, I believe that Alabama probably had chicken on a stick. I never came in contact with it. Well, is what I'm, saying. I'm sure it existed. Because I remember going to college, and some of y'all that are listening, y'all correct me, but the place where uh, Strange Brew Coffee House um, and Turn and Spoon Ice Cream sits on the corner right there of Highway 12 in Starkville, Right where you turned to right. go to the vet school, mm -hmm. across from where the old Burger King was, that used to be a 
like a gas station and it had food inside. And I want to say they had chicken on a stick there that was, it's like a huge fried kebab, these big pieces of chicken. Yes. Onions, potatoes, everything on the stick, and it's all fried. Now, I don't remember having all that. It was just chicken. Yeah, pickles, Bill. So the one in Oxford didn't have all the other stuff. Well, maybe it does now. Okay. Or different flavors. Old school, it was just chicken. And it was so good. Yeah, Chicken on a stick. Well, today is National Something on a Stick Day. Well, okay. In the state of Louisiana, Mm -hmm. it's it's corn dog. Oh, yeah. Or so we are told is the thing on a stick there. Now I love corn dogs. I see. Love them. I see nothing wrong with a corn dog. Love like a corn dog too. And it's on a stick. It's on a stick. Huh. Well. Official. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama has chicken on a stick, Matt. What else do you eat on a stick? A s'more. Uh, Does that count? No, you don't put that on a stick. Oh, you're talking well, about the marshmallow. Kind of. No, that's we're not talking about like just roasting something over a fire. This is a wooden stick that you're. I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> it is the only utensil the only, involved in the, the eating. Only of this on food. a stick. It was chicken on a stick to me. Yeah, chicken. On, now Louvier's got a good point. The thing on a stick is a popsicle. Okay, yeah, so we don't, it's true. We're thinking of popsicle. If we go cold stuff, that's what that was. Yeah, popsicle. Yeah. Okay, Brian and others, uh, Bohunt, everybody on the country please and text line reminded me that place was called Woody's. Yeah, they had good Maybe chicken. Maybe Country Pleasant needs to start doing something like on a stick. Hey, sausage on a stick. Sausage on a there stick. You go. Hmm. Country Pleasant for every season. Yeah. Sausage on a stick. Problem is, the price of lumber really has gone up here lately. <laughs> so we got to figure That's something catchy, out. That's catchy, though. We got to copyright these ideas. Yeah, they need, right to, now. they need to do it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could do a corn dog with their sausage and put it on Ooh. a stick for baseball Ooh. season. A sausage. A sausage. Yeah, a Corn dog, sausage corn, corn dog. Yeah, sausage corn dog on a stick. Go Sounds good. Right, hmm. Sounds really good. I think you need to pitch that. All right, I'll do it. I'll call Henry during the break and see what he thinks about. Tell it. him <laughs> it's something on a stick day. <laughs> Chicken on a stick. I could yeah. go for some. I I've kind of cut out fried food. Yeah, we we really don't eat fried food. No, we don't really eat it. It's very unsouthern of us. Well, Mary Liddy carries the torch <laughs> <laughs> she's got the metabolism to handle it yeah. uh robbie texted and said you're definitely onto something this idea of like the sausage dog or the sausage yeah, on a it, stick put it on a stick tommy said it could be like sausage with pancake batter nice ooh, ooh. so now we got a breakfast feel so it's now sausage on a stick it. in pancake batter fried so now it could really be all day. It could be a brunch item. And you you buy it, and instead <laughs> it of like instead of like a corn item. dog, you're holding it and you put ketchup, mustard on it. This syrup. you put syrup on it. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. I think we we've, we've. I think this mm-hmm. is the this is the best part of your show today. <laughs> so far. I mean, we've uh, hit. Unnamed texture said steak or sausage shish kebab. Whenever I hear the word shish kebab, all I can think about is Bugs Bunny cartoons. Remember? Shish kebab, yeah. Yeah. Where's my shish kebab? Where's my hosen fefa? We don't ever do a a shish kebab. Yeah. We should, though. Now, Dog Tired in Florence said that's called pig in a blanket. Okay, listen. Oh, like a salt. Oh, I know. Pig in a blanket is the the cocktail weenies. Yeah, but some people may call it. They may do it differently. But they're not on a stick, though. No, they're not usually. 
No. No. Uh, but on, people may make pigs in a blanket differently. Maybe some people do it with pancake batter. I've not heard of that, but. Okay. Unnamed Texter said that Little Dewey's used to have a Little Dewey on a stick. But what would that be? What would You mean barbecue on a stick? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they called it the Little Dewey on a stick. What was it actually? I don't know, but I think uh, this sausage on a stick would be easy to eat at a baseball game mm-hmm. or football. Blueberry sausage. Blueberry maple sausage or the maple sausage on a stick. There you go. In pancake batter. There you go. Yeah. Done. Maybe they could try it out at the fair. You know how they sell anything at the fair? <laughs> on a stick. Yeah, including giant turkey legs. Everything is on a stick at the fair. <laughs> everything is on a stick at the fair. Well, I mean, that sounds ugly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, lots of texts about that idea coming in. Sammy Dell texted on the uh, sports moments. He said one of the great moments in Mississippi State sports history when Babe McCarthy snuck the Mississippi State basketball team out to play Michigan and then play Loyola in 1963. They called it the Game of Change. Uh, Flowtown Ghost said, will Ole Miss ever have one? That's the question. Well, I would actually, you know, if you were to ask that question and poll a bunch of Ole Miss fans, you're going to get. I looked up all kinds of things during the break. There's tons of top moments, but I don't know you know, if they compare to the national championship, the state one, right. or even that basketball shot. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you still have a lot of Ole Miss fans that big, big are moments. still living that saw those 60s teams. Yeah. Now, some more recently probably would point to, you know, the Sugar Bowl win over Oklahoma State, the year that Larry Tunsil caught a touchdown pass on the tackle-eligible play. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and that was the 14 or 15 team, whichever it was. I guess maybe the 15 team. You know, they might point to that. What do you think about Lane Kiffin throwing out the golf ball on the first pitch since they were playing Tennessee? I think it's hilarious. (laughs) I loved it. I'm just sorry sorry that Tennessee then proceeded to kill Ole Miss. The thing is, I have not seen the video of it. Okay, and You haven't seen the video? Well. It's really good. It looks like Flowtown goes through, I mean, sent video of it. Somebody's dubbed in Tennessee hitting a. Uh, home run into the back of it. It was hilarious. I wanted to know if he actually threw a strike. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. On the first pitch. State's new basketball coach that threw out the first pitch Friday. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah. He did not bounce it. The, the ball was high. Catcher had to kind of jump a little bit, but he got up and got it. So, Bill, Matt, I don't know if Matt told you, but he went over Sunday, spoke to the baseball team, did a devotion with them for their, is it called chapel, Sunday chapel before the game? Yeah. <laughs> So they lost. Matt's like, yeah, and they lost. And you know how superstitious baseball. Yeah, so they'll never call them. They'll me. never <laughs> ask me to come uh, back. Won't be back. And now they'll never ask me to throw a first pitch. <laughs> that's right. That, that's <laughs> that ain't it probably didn't help that he was I'm, messing up baseball players' names in the booth. Apparently, yeah. that didn't help matters either, Matt. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, we do have we do have a call too, Matt. Oh gosh. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> remind you, Cal's still sitting there waiting. Cal, bless your heart. Thank you All for right. being patient. It's my fault you were still hanging on. Cal, thanks uh, for calling. What's up? He wanders sometimes, Cal. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, I'm glad some older folks have called in before me. This is old history. Okay. Jackson State, 1962. Willie Richardson became the first African-American to play in the 
blue-gray north-south grind game. Really? Not only did he ride, not only did he play, he was the most valuable player. And on his return to Jackson, Mayor Thompson closed the city down and gave him the key to the city, and we had a parade. Hey, and help me out on this, uh, Cal. So that game was it the one that they played on Christmas Day, or was it what was was it something else? Yeah. Okay, it was. All right. The first one. I I was. He was the the first. He was the first African American to play in the game, and he was the most valuable player. That is really. Richardson became my favorite son. Aww. That is really cool. I appreciate you bringing that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Cal, you know, I'm going to high school in that Montgomery area every year. And this is the 90s. This was much later. But we would go to the practices for the Blue-Gray game because they'd have two teams, you know, the North and the South team, and they'd be practicing out at the Air Force Base. We'd watch them practice, and then we'd watch the game on Christmas Day. And they hadn't done that in several years. I didn't realize that game – Went all the way back to the '60s, but I appreciate you letting me know. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Count. Appreciate you being yep. patient. Used to get to see Willie every week. He come. He co-hosted a Rob J show for a while on Tuesdays. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's a neat a, moment he was a that he brought fantastic up. Fantastic guy. Yeah. 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 He's one of those like you never you never hear his name brought up that somebody mm-hmm. in the Jackson area doesn't go. Man. Great guy. Fantastic person. Loved to play golf. My goodness. He could play golf every day. Yeah, <laughs> we had some we had some pictures he had signed for us up here of him catching a pass from Johnny Unitas. Wow! Wow, that's great. The Colts. He played for the Colts, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, the Blue Gray game. Fantastic football. I don't player. know when that game quit, you know, existing. Around, you know, I left home, went to school around '94. It was still going on then. It seems like, but for many many years, you had the. It was sponsored by Kelly Tires. In the 80s and 90s. And in the state of Alabama, if you bought a set of Kelly tires year-round, you'd get a football with it. There you go. So the footballs I grew up playing with, I had like three of them, was because my dad bought three sets of tires. Just needed a... Mm-hmm. You know what you needed to go with that? Just a sausage on a stick. <laughs> That's a good idea. Covered in Woo-hoo. syrup. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Surely we're not the first to think of that. Though. Surely not. Don't call me sure. The little Dewey on a stick they said was grilled sausage linked with barbecue oh, on the stick. Wow. Bring that on. All right, y'all stick around. It's back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Back with you, Farm Bureau Insurance Studio Homecoming Queen is here gracing us with her presence. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired what about cotton candy that's on a stick well that's right hey kind of on a stick paper thing it's kind of a paper paper stick yeah it may not work it's stick ish stick ish stick ish tommy it's sticky tommy texted the show and said deep fried twinkies on a stick is that from the fair he said yeah that's fair food he said you can literally hear yourself getting fatter when you eat one That, they, have, they have like candy bars on a stick now. They deep Oh, Lord. Snickers. Oh, Milky my gosh. Way, yeah. This fair cuisine situation. Yeah, fair stuff. Ooh. It's just. I mean, just because it's on a stick does not mean we have to fry it. We could have <laughs> grilled chicken. On a stick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's called a kebab. That's, that's what not, that's called. Yeah, it's not very popular. Of course, I'm a huge fan of the movie Nacho Libre. Nacho! Please. It was on this weekend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This <laughs> weekend. It's okay. Matt turns it on any time, Bill. A very prominent prop in some very important scenes in that movie is... The corn? Corn on a stick. Corn. Oh, yeah, they love it. They slather butter on it, sprinkle it with seasoned salt, and put it on a stick. And the, big, the big thing at the fair here is the roasted corn. Oh my! And maybe that's what they did. Roasted well, that corn. sounds healthy. Yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, they have a. Here's my thing about that, corn. though. Here's my thing about that. Listen, God made corn the way He made it, so as to allow us to eat it without the need for a stick or any utensil. That's why corn is the way it is. It's made perfectly. You can't tell me none of this is designed and creation by a creator. This is just one of 85 million trillion examples. Corn on the cob. Just it's got it, a little yeah. it's got a little bare spot on one end for one finger and a point <laughs> on the other end for the Bill, other finger. And Bill, you should see the way Matt eats corn on the cob. It's oh ridiculous. Boy. It's so done. It's neatly done, precisely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one the, row at a time? Yes. It really gets on my nerves because I'm not that way. Hey, when she gets done, it looks like a raccoon ate it. Well, there you go. When, That's the way you're supposed hey, to Hey, you come to our house, Bill, and look in the cabinet, <laughs> and you can tell which boxes have been opened by the homecoming queen versus mine. Never been uh, my boxes can be resealed. I've never been go. very good at opening boxes. Hers, when she oh, any cereal box, she opens it like a four year old opens Christmas presents. I, I just I am tears not good into at it. it. It looks like a rat. But I don't do it on purpose. I'm just I'm, I'm in a hurry. I need to get it open. <laughs> it gets frustrating when they don't open right. See, my wife yells at me all the time about the same thing. Oh, yeah, way well, open a box. A I mean, box. I'm talking tears into it. Like has never had it before. But that's not what I'm doing. I just don't <laughs> care that the box is not open perfectly. Yeah, that's the difference in our house. You get a pack of like saltine crackers. Mine will be torn on the seal like it's supposed to. Hers, she might have opened it on both ends. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that. Now, she was getting on to me Moving a little while on. ago. Moving on. She was getting on to me a little while ago for the fact that she cleaned out the medicine cabinet a while back. And, well, and no, I just recently did it. Spring cleaning. I was going through, and you had bottles upon bottles of prescription medicine from from years that you just don't finish. Like, why did you even go? <laughs> well, why do you even go to the doctor? Right, and I gonna, said, you the said, reason I don't feel obligated. Well, you went to the doctor, and they mm -hmm. told you what was wrong. Yeah. So take the pill. Well, they give you this medicine. Okay. Do you do everything somebody tells you to do? No. Well, a, a physician, if they're trying to help you. Right. Here's the other, but what I said was, my full statement you was. You take like one or two yeah. for like two or three days, and you're like, I'm done. I feel good. Start feeling better. Why take more medicine? I don't I'm, need to keep taking well, that. Well, you need to just keep track of what you've got and stop even getting new prescriptions because you've got <laughs> a ton of medicine that's probably still good. I just, yeah. You know, if it's a couple days later. Even if I've only had one or two doses of this medicine and it says go for 10 days, I start Done. feeling better. I'm not taking any more medicine if I'm feeling better. That good. makes no sense at all. Well, Look, I'm just telling y'all something says here. no doctor ever. No, I'm going to make a statement here that's a true statement. Okay, Matt. Okay, and people that are listening, 
whether they will admit it out loud or not, agree with what I'm saying. Okay. And this, I want every doctor and every pharmaceutical rep out there to hear me. For instance, a dose of, let's just say it's like um, antibiotics or something like that. And they say, okay, you're going to take this whole thing till it's gone for 10 days. Well, day two, I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean because I don't th- that your body is completely healed. No, it's healed enough to not take that medicine. Therefore, I'm convinced I didn't need 10 pills to begin with. Somebody sold them the idea oh, that Matt. I need 10 of those. No. No. And guess who paid for that? No. I know I did. No, but somebody, Yeah. what I'm saying is. Should we just apologize to everybody? I listening? think two would have done it. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. It does not mean you're 100% better. You need to finish the pill bottle. Well, yeah, you're supposed to take the whole thing, Matt, when they tell you. Who says? <laughs> you know who said that? The people making the pills. Listen, Bill, the people making the Bill, pills. You paid for. You paid for. Bill, well the next them. statement. Here's the next statement. <laughs> Bill, this is what goes through Matt's head right now. He'll say, "Well, who says that you have to take all the pills?" And then he's going to say, "And who says you can't wear white pants until exactly. Easter?" Who says that? He likes to come up with these idiotic questions. Do you know? Do you know? Let me give you a prime example. He'll say. Who says you can't wear seersucker? Who says you can't wear white? <laughs> who says you have to take all the pills? Do you know Stick who to sports, in this Matt. country? Do you know who in this country <laughs> started the football. tradition? Started the tradition of giving gifts and wrapping them in paper and putting them under a tree at Christmas. You know who started that? No, I do not. Macy's, the ones selling the gifts. <laughs> it's a true story. Well, they're brilliant. So, they brought you Santa Claus. Too. They're brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. It, on their part? Yeah. Yeah. They're wealthy. Too somewhere, bad you're not Mr. Macy. Somewhere fifth generation trust fund baby Macy is on the beach somewhere <laughs> right now. Okay, look. So and my point is. We're really going downhill. My point is, it's my life. And if I'm feeling better. Right, is that a bon song? Jovi. I'm not yeah. taking any more bon Jovi. Jovi. Yeah, Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's my life. And. And I just, I want a little control over something. So from now on, you just continue to take four pills out of the 30. That would be great. Take them till you feel better. Yeah. Guess what? You feel better? You don't need them. Okay. And the reason they sold you 10 to begin with is because you have to pay for 10. Okay. Hey, we sell medicine. And I think you need 10 of these. Okay. Oh, are you sure? Let me guess. You won't give me two. Oh, it has nothing I must to do. get 10. It has nothing to do with all the years of study that they've <laughs> taken in med school. Now, look, here's a really funny Come on, Matt. Here's a really oh, funny oh, comment. Oh. Somebody, I can't find who it is, but somebody texted in and said, I'm the reason that super viruses get going. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Because people like me don't finish out the medicine yeah, and kill exactly, the virus. Exactly. Stuff like that. Hey, Although, and, I will say, I am a fan of a shot. If you can give me a shot and mm. not a pill, I'll take a shot every time. And don't pretend that I didn't overhear our daughter yes. say, what about those white blue jeans in there? And you well, said, I told her she couldn't wear them yet. Don't wear those yet. Well, I really, I wasn't, it wasn't really the seasonal situation. I knew where she was going and I knew they would be dirty. 
and they're brand new, so I didn't want her to wear them. <laughs> yeah, it was more so we don't want to have to re- replace them. But now that you mention it, it was also, I thought, yeah, you probably don't need to wear white jeans You know yet. what I'm doing? I'm going to put some white pants on today. You don't even have any white pants. I have some in there that are about two sizes too big. I used to play golf in. Great, and, Matt. Yeah, I, that, I'm After telling you. After you put those white pants on, I hope you'll go downstairs and take some amoxicillin. <laughs> yeah, amoxicillin. And, and while I'm at it, I'll put on a necktie. You know who has convinced the whole country that we, we ought go. to be wearing neckties? Bill, you might want to wrap the show up. You know who, you know, I'm serious. Do you know who's the behind people? the idea that neckties are part of formal wear in America? You know who it is? The people who make, make the ties. They serve no purpose. Anyway. Let's talk about the masks. Who's oh. making all the money? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. People right. who make the mask. Right. Let me tell you something. That little paper mask, it Matt. won't keep grass out of my mouth no. when I'm running a weed eater. There you go. Much less a virus you can't see. Matt, this, this is just too much for me. I'm just going to have to <laughs> see my way out of this conversation. <laughs> I, it's all really sort we were, of common I sense. We were going to talk about how you messed <clears> up the guy's name on the radio. Oh, for the baseball oh, game. I did it twice, apparently. And then I look... And everybody on Twitter was calling you out. Yeah, it was like the fourth inning before I looked at Twitter. And then I... Fourth inning, I look at Twitter, and it's about five different tweets that say, Hey, Matt, stop calling him Landon Sims. It's Logan Tanner. Oh, gosh. And your partner didn't poke you? Like you say, hey, and I said it during the broadcast. I should call Bart, out Bart. Maybe. I, okay. I, I didn't realize it, but apparently I called him Landon Sims. His name's Logan Tanner. You know... <laughs> Meanwhile, didn't say a word, right? meanwhile, Matt's campaign to be asked to throw out the first pitch of the baseball game has gone yeah. down the toilet. Hey, was, he's he's hey, not going to be asked. All I'm saying is if you invite me to throw out first pitch, whoever's <laughs> catching it, cup and mask. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get right, the name right. Because I'm turning it loose. He's going to pump up on antibiotics oh. before it comes. <laughs> Um, and you'll wear white pants and a Invite me in February, I'm wearing white britches. <laughs> Prove a point. Hey, well, baseball players wear white, so yeah, obviously true. it's okay for it's that. It's okay for them. But they're baseball players. Well, this has been a fun ending to the show, <laughs> and I appreciate Annabeth. Appreciate you being here. For Bill and HQ, I'm Matt. We'll see you all tomorrow. See ya!